0: In five, four, three, two, one. Hi everyone, welcome back to Just Being Ridiculous or JVR for sure art. I'm your host, Nancy Lart, and thank you so much for joining me again um for this week's episode. This week I have my youngest sister here with me as my guest and she will do her own introduction. Hi everyone, my name is Pakulor. I am 21 years old. You know, I was born in 2000, finally turned 21 in January 22nd. Um, I go to St. Kate's, so St. Catherine University. I'm majoring in business administration and I will be graduating in um, this winter, fall 2021. Super excited for that. Nice (laughs) to meet you all. Yes. Woo, cue clapping, if that works. (laughs) Thank you, production team, a.k.a. <laughs> <K. A>. Gustavo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is my youngest sister, Paku. I know, she doesn't really look like me. Hallelujah. Thank goodness. <laughs> but interesting fact about her, whatever the year is, that's how old she is because, she, as you said, she was born in 2000. And fun fact, her middle name, I think she's like the only one in our family to have one legal middle name and it's luck because my dad named her luck Paku Luck because she was born the year of the dragon did you know that well i know was, my middle name is luck but i didn't know i was the only one that had a middle name in the family yeah that's how special i am everyone special so your middle name is luck in english or yeah is it luck or a no it's in luck english. in english oh i didn't know that yeah uh so anybody who was born the year of the dragon y'all Extra special, apparently. Hey, thank goodness, mom and dad did name me my middle name Dragon. I know someone whose middle name is Dragon. I think they, I think my parents really thought about that, but then it it just didn't really match her. Because not trying to be sexist, but she's a girl, so like, they they was like, "Nah, we're just gonna stick with luck." But really, it was just all my dad's idea. My mom was like, out of labor. She was like, "Whatever, I don't care." But. Yeah and also a fun fact If I already didn't say it already But I'm the only one in my family To not have a mummy. Yeah okay. So It's okay but you know they all, they all wish they was me It's okay I like my mom name Paku makes me special And not typical of Nancy Okay but What does your name mean Paku Flower Paku means flower It doesn't even mean golden flower yes okay literal translation for those of you if you say her name is in moan is and it's it means literal translation is flower gold so like gold flower but yeah you know gold dragon luck 2020 y'all get the thing (laughs) But yeah. Anyways, uh, moving forward because we're so done with talking about her name because you know we don't want to like gas her up anymore. But <laughs> my youngest sister, she, like she said, she's in she's in school right now, and we'll talk about that later because um, in our in our whole family, we're the only ones that are um, are attending school or did attend like a four year degree four year degree. College, I guess. Institution. Institution. Um, not that it matters, okay? Because honestly, if I could do it again, I would probably start with community college because then student loans are no joke, okay? If you know, you know. So. i still so go to my school. That's how <laughs> special it is to me. Yeah, I thought i go to Oxbury, which is where I went, but she wasn't really feeling it. But um, we'll save that for later, okay? But <laughs> I want to talk about our childhood because. When I have my sister money on, if y'all listen to it, which is episode two, just kidding. Episode three. <laughs> Wait, are you sure? I'm like, I guess that one. It's one of those, okay? It's with the episode with Mania. Um, we talked about how we weren't that close, and we still are not that close, right, because, Yeah. Growing up. So we all just kind of do our own thing, and I just thought it'd be nice to bring her on. since so she's like the, in mom we call it Gonzal, which is like the youngest daughter. And it, let's get her perspective, because um, my parents had me, well, they had my older sister, and then me, and then Manya, and then they had my brother, and then they had her me (laughs) so i just thought it'd be nice to bring her on and get her perspective and how it was like growing up as the youngest daughter or on the younger side of the family because let's be real serious they all get the good stuff right right older kids y'all understand what i'm saying (laughs) so what do you think about us growing up like do you feel like as the youngest daughter you got away with a lot of things Oh yeah, I got a lot of rape, a lot of shit. This girl, y'all, yeah, okay, she is wild. the laziest one out of us. Okay, like I'm just gonna say it. I mean, la- lazy like with cooking because I didn't really help with cooking, and now she don't know how to cook for. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know, I'm in the process. Uh, but like that was it. You know, like I did other stuff. What'd you do? I cleaned all the time. What'd you clean? you already know but you know what let me tell you i cleaned the living room i always i was always sweeping mopping and like what is it called again what vacuuming yeah <laughs> s- clearly she don't clean for crap because she don't even know what that is hey i do not remember it but i did that um uh, most of the time i was forced to clean the bathroom suit which was disgusting because there were like eight adults or like just people living in the house so I was disgusting okay, get over it your bathroom is still disgusting, too. My bathroom is not <laughs> even that disgusting. Yeah, it is. Okay? It's There's not. hair everywhere. Um, there was hair. There's hair everywhere in every single bathroom. Yes, even in your own house. Okay. <laughs> There's extra hair in her place. No, it's <laughs> not. Okay, only because I have a dog. But, unfortunately, Lucky is no longer with us. He is in... He's still alive, okay? Just one... <laughs> I just want to <laughs> say that, okay? He's still alive, but we... Um, had him sent down to Gustavo's parents to be with Gustavo's parents so that he could have a better quality of life but yeah moving on anyways first off the bathrooms yes they're disgusting nobody wants to clean them but you just have to suck it up okay and but every time she clean dude this would be her oh my freaking goodness oh my god oh my goodness I hate you guys like you can never clean You can never do this and that da, 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 hey 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 you know, younger siblings, you can relate with me with that, okay? And just people in general, okay? It's not it wasn't just me. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Don't act like you were like you never did that yourself.
1: Okay? okay.
0: Yeah, but then you know what? I grew up In the and end I-, I still did it, did I not? Period. Moving on. You still did it, but didn't mean you did a good job. <laughs> I did do a good job. That's why you were still able to use it. <laughs> It may be good to your standards, but it's not good to my standards, so. Well, your bathroom right now is not up to my standards. Dude, don't make me expose you. You live by yourself in a dorm, and your clothes are everywhere. My clothes is not everywhere. Yeah, it is. Ew. One of these days when I start my own YouTube channel, my my personal YouTube channel, I'll do a vlog and I'll vlog her apartment for you guys. My apartment is usually clean, but it's only monthly when I wash all my clothes that I didn't wash in the past month. And then it takes me about like a week to clean them up because I'm too lazy to do it. But otherwise, most of the time it's very clean. I just don't vacuum sometimes. Do you have a vacuum? Yeah, I do have a vacuum. Because I don't have a the dorms? And she's lucky because of COVID, she has like a whole apartment to herself right yeah i'd have roommates hallelujah yeah <laughs> she can but anyways okay also what else do you think growing up as the youngest daughter you got away with other than cleaning stuff well i feel like do you think you got whatever you want yeah i was gonna say like most of the time like we went shopping and stuff i got a lot of like stuff that I wanted there was like this one time remember like just going shopping with mom and I kept picking a lot of shit out and then mom was like mom was like put that stuff back and I was like what do you mean and then like I still put it back (laughs) but yeah I got I did, you know as like the youngest daughter um I got away with a lot of stuff do you feel like you had any pressure being on the one on the younger side but who is the second to the youngest so Mm -hmm. um i don't think so i think the pressure they only got was to do well in school Mm -hmm. which is like you're supposed to do well in school either way so you learn and you don't become you know not be mean stupid or just like you don't know stuff um there's a difference okay education is just not the only place where you can get where you can get like going to school is not the only place for education, but anyway. I'm talking about elementary to yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, talking about like our school, did you like our schools? Like, do you feel like in high school you had a rough time? Oh my God, I hated. Um, I didn't like the school, but mostly. I hated high school. I didn't like the school or the people in there, period. And i just leave at that. <laughs> she said, she not speaking anymore on that. That's it. <laughs> okay so yeah so growing up with us poku and i used to share a twin bed together do you remember when we first moved to the house i thought it was the bunk bed only no we slept together yeah ew because y'all crying ass oh yeah i had a lot of nightmares as a kid i know because when we moved to our current house like my parents current house right now i think i was like i want to say like 12 years old and then poku was like half my no Oh, You're twenty 5. Yeah. So, 7. <laughs> yeah, so she was, it's like, smart one. 7. And um, she did not want to sleep by herself. So, Paku and I, we had to share a twin-size bed. And we shared a twin-size bed for, like, a good... A fr- until we got the bunk beds, yeah, so we had bunk beds for my cousins. Yeah, so we got bunk beds for my cousins because they were moving. And then... um, So, Bakun and I shared a twin bed, right? And then, Manya shared her, her own twin bed. And she still fell off her twin bed. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> yeah, you don't know, remember? manya would fall off her twin bed, and me and Faku we would both be sharing the freaking twin bed, right? So we'd be like, fine, but that speaks of Maya herself. <laughs> I don't remember us sleeping together. Yeah, we did. I only remember the bunk bed. Um, we did. Actually, wait, let me double check. Yeah, we did because then we, we got the bunk beds, and then we got we got upgraded to full size beds because we got rid of the twin beds remember i guess this is what happens with younger the younger siblings they don't remember anything because they never get whooped unlike unlike the older siblings actually it wasn't w- important that's why they remember it actually that reminds me remember this one time you and mania got into so much trouble y'all let me tell y'all <laughs> when i said i was wild as a kid i was really wild paku chased mania with a f- knife i didn't fucking chase her i threatened her with a knife Yeah, and then my parents, they were going, they were at like our relatives or something. And then they came home and who told them? i don't know i, I don't feel like know. it was my chain yeah our that she's always stitching <laughs> God. literally but she's our mom and dad's little pet yeah you know like the teacher's pet that's her so she snitched on them right and then my dad found out and he was so mad he made them kneel and <laughs> they were kneeling and he made them put their hands both their hands out like this like this and uh i think he put cans on both of the did that put cans like do you remember this yeah i remember it Did do put cans on your um hands or were you are supposed to i don't remember but either we had way, something in our hands. yeah i'm pretty sure it was like cans or something but either way my dad made him kneel and do that for like i swear a good hour and was no, was more than an hour okay whatever but anyways so i <laughs> like a time where you almost speaking left home bitch yeah. oh sorry so that's a whole different story but and then we will talk about that after we talk about this anyways so then every time either of them would lower their arms my dad would have like a clothes hanger and he would like whip their underarms and they would have to like go back up and
1: yeah tears um, were coming down it like, taught you know, me
0: tomorrow. very valuable um what did it teach you valuable lesson you know not to threaten people with knives and to be civilized and talk Period. with people um so yeah that was my wild yeah, Thanks. and then talking about how I almost got kicked out of the house, y'all. Let me tell y'all, it was serious. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, we we almost left the house too because our dad was like, "Get out, yeah. get out now, and then, don't ever come back." Dude, and then my, my mom, mom threatens and- us, like he was be like. Time. Go pack your bags. I'm gonna send you off to somebody and drop you off at some stranger's house, and then he would be so serious about it. He would make us put all bags. get ready, and then like yeah. before we step <laughs> outside the door, he's like, "Come back inside." <laughs> yeah, like that's tough. F- okay, I'm not saying that I do not, I do not condone this type of you know, oh yeah, behavior or anything like that. But y'all, just saying that I think those life lessons and tough, like crazy situations that really taught us and help us to be who we are today yeah which is like a better version yeah but anyways talking about when i almost got kicked out it was because like i was talking on the phone with um a boy i know for was it yeah it was i don't think they even know but i was i don't know the reason i just know that like dad was like yelling at you yeah. and then like he was like get because out and you get packed i was on the phone because this time dad my parents they went to one of our relatives house because another relative had passed away so they were like in mom we call it Jean-Mont, and which means they were helping their relatives like full joss paper and stuff like that and then i was on the phone while they were gone because i didn't and this is when we only had home phones so we didn't even have cell phones or anything like that and my parents were trying to call home to do something but then because i kept because I was on the phone for so freaking long. It was like three hours, guys. So, what and the this, hell were you talking to? I don't, yeah. I'm not going to say, but, anyways, this was like a really traumatic part, which I think this was like the catalyst for me to like change my whole vibe. Anyway, so this happened, right? So, I was talking to one day, mom and dad came home. My dad was so pissed, y'all. He was livid. He, like, Smacked the heck out of me. He told me to go get my clothes ready. Cause and the worst part, he made me call that boy's parent. Did he? Yeah, he made me call the boys the boy I was talking to. And then he was like, I wanna talk to your dad. And then like he talked to the guy to the boy's dad and was like you know they're both really young we i don't want them to like do this and that and it wasn't even like we was talking like that you know he was just like a friend of mine but anyway so that happened i never talked to the guy again and then once that happened and i almost, i got beat the shit out of me and then my dad almost kicked me out and stuff like that and my tears were like bawling down and then i felt really bad because my dad was like also like you know like blaming my mom for my behavior and stuff like that so other that I just had so like much guilt and stuff and then I like kind of went on this 180 and I just like started focusing on my school and like this happened in middle school like right before high school when I was like 14 or something and then in high school I was just like focused on school and got like good grades and shit like that and got to college and then I was like dipped out from my house when i got accepted into college but yeah that was my story of like literally almost like being gone from my family forever to be honest i feel like all of us like we got like we had we all had a good lesson from my father mm-hmm. like none of us was spared i don't know maybe coming was yeah for sure because he almost died remember <clears throat> Oh, yeah, that was, that was his lesson. <laughs> so, our youngest brother, Kamei, he almost died when he was, like, six years old. He was four. No, um. Four. No way. Four. Really? I think so. Oh, anyways, he was really young. He four. was a toddler. He, he didn't go to school yet, right? No. Yeah, then he was, like, four or five. Anyways, so, at for Kamei, sorry. He, like, um, we were... My dad used to play soccer um, at these um, public housing areas, soccer area. And then... Uh, there's one night, they were, my dad's, like, and his friends, they were playing soccer. But there was also, like, a big another, like. Event happening. Event happening. So, there's a lot of cars going back and forth Yeah, the like, major cars. Like, the whole road and parking lot, it was packed. And then, so, let's say we're on this side of the street. Excuse me. So, we're on this side of the street. And then, I remember Mania and I were crossing the street. Yeah Yeah so And then coming we followed were, y'all Yeah So we were crossing the street I didn't know he was following us So I crossed before Mania right And then Mania crossed after me And then I don't even think Mania knew That Coming was following us Or he was like behind us Or something but I don't think so All of a sudden Mania and I turned around And I was like "Coming." Mania said Mania turned around first And then she screamed Coming's name And then I screamed Coming's name And then he gets hit with a car At like freaking five or six years old F- I mean four or five years old So he gets hit with a car and then like we just like go crazy right so but thank goodness the car wasn't driving too fast yeah though. it wasn't it was going like i think 20 miles an hour which yeah. is like no it wasn't it was i feel like it was going slower yeah because there was were so 20. many cars yeah it was like and, and there's like a lot of kids yeah in this area. and he's really nice because he he just stopped like he stopped immediately and then we uh ran to him yeah, we ran. So we ran to come in, and then I went to go get my mom. And then my mom was like talking to her friend. And then I was like, "Mom, mom, mom, come in, get here, come get here by the car." And then like my mom goes batshit crazy. Okay, because my mom only has two sons. So yeah, so she go. And if you listen to my last podcast, my last episode with Pa, y'all know my mom had like ate these herbal medicines to have both her sons. Not that I believe that stuff, but I'm just saying, I think she does. But anyways. So my mom is running to the street where coming gets hit. And she is like, at this point, her tears are going crazy, right? Like any mom would. She's going crazy. And then she's holding coming, And people were like, you What's should. yeah." But everybody rushed, like, strangers started rushing over and stuff. And then um, I think my chain or somebody went to go get my dad. He was still playing soccer on the field. And then my dad comes and then like my mom is still holding him coming and then people were like you should lay him down lay him down so the ambulance can come get him oh, and yeah, da, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da. like just put him down and then she's like no 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 i'm gonna hold him he's in pain da, 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 da. so yeah so that shit happened and then the ambulance came and they took him to the hospital to the er you know Bashes, crazy stuff like that but thankfully he only had like a few scratches on his arms and ears and it wasn't like nothing severe or anything like that but yeah yeah i was just a lucky place because like i also like (laughs) broke my collarbone (laughs) at that place (laughs) but cool oh my god that area is just not lucky for my family. Yeah. I swear it's like uh, bad voodoo vibes over yeah. there. But, um, Paku, this one time she was like riding her bike down the hill. <laughs> okay, let, let me let me see. tell you. you so, tell her. you tell. You know, like we always went to this place. I hung out with the usual kids there. So, like, I was riding my bike down this hill. Like, it wasn't even like a big hill now, but as a kid, it was you like pretty big. Huh? Have you been on the hill before? yeah I've been on the hill yeah. hill before, but like this time I didn't have a break um and there was like a girl in front of me, and the girl in front of me was going too slow um and cause I didn't have a break, I was like, you know, trying to like not hit her, so like as I got closer to the uh, bottom of the hill, like I went on the grass to like lessen um, your fall or something no it was like to lessen like how fast I was going oh, yeah yeah so I could like completely break but like that kind of backfired so like as I was trying to like um, break on the grass like I don't know what the hell happened oh. but like I did like a little cartwheel <laughs> circle thingy and then like with my- the bike no like the so like I fell off the bike and the bike like fell was into the like- ditch oh and then I was like And then, like, my shoulder hit, like, the trunk. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell just happened? Um, And then the other girl was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And then she was, like, trying to help me get up. And I was like crying because i was like it hurts i know it hurts and then i'm gonna tell my mama and my daddy um and then mom was like oh take it to your aunt let her massage it for you (laughs) so she my one of our grandmas it's actually grandma. oh our grandma but we in our culture we called her by aunt but um she's really old so it's kind of like yeah grandma to us but (laughs) So but my mom made me take Paku. I thought it yeah. Or both of you? Yeah, I think we both went yeah. to our grandma. Not like our my grandma, grandma, but like, you know, just like our relative. A relative. And because my mom was like, oh, just take you to grandma, uh, rest in peace. Because, you know, she passed away a few years ago, but rest in peace. And um, my grandma, she started like massaging Paku's <laughs> Yeah, she started massaging me. I was like, oh. Uh, uh, And she's like How does this Uh, (laughs) feel I'm not kidding Any better So she Yup But it was like It's not getting better But I guess Whatever (laughs) thank you for helping me Yeah And then we went home And then I tried to go to sleep But she couldn't Yeah And this is when we had the bunk bed So I was like on the top Of the bunk bed I lay down I was like crying And I was like It freaking hurts For like a good 10 minutes Then I went down I was like Dad like it really hurts And like it was like Purple and stuff right now Yeah Yeah. Did I? Yeah Remember you slept with mom and dad That night Because I think you came to sleep In your bunk bed first But it was hurting too much So you went to go sleep With mom and dad in, In the middle of the night you guys went to the hospital yeah because i was like crying too much and i yeah. couldn't fall asleep so Wait, you said it was turning purple or something yeah i think it was oh. like it, it, i think there was like starting to become a bruise now yeah because like, i broke like my collarbone like right here um and so that's I went to she ER. found out she done f-ed up. <laughs> yeah i like when i said i was a wild kid i was really wild so now so when they went to the hospital they found out that her shoulder blade and your collarbone right yeah had broken, and mm-hmm. Paku had to go into surgery for, and she had metal um, rods in her arms. Yeah, I saw the stitches right here, yeah, but you probably won't right here. be able to see us. So I won't show y'all. Yeah, but that was wild, and yeah, so Paku was, you know, and I think that also, like, gave her the ability to, like, get whatever she wants to, because she got her broken arm, I mean, broken shoulder and everything, so yeah i think i when we were younger like mcdonald's used to be the shit if if y'all come from low income family like we do y'all know it was a luxury to get mcdonald's yeah literally i remember this one time my mom she just got a new job and then she took us to mcdonald's and she said that she she told because she took i don't know if you remember but i don't remember yeah because yeah, you no, know, like I already said, the younger siblings, they don't freaking remember anything. <laughs> but my mom had taken us, or I just have a really good memory anyway. So just <laughs> good. She holds grudges for a long time, I guess. I really do. So. It's okay, I do too. Anyways, so my mom took us to McDonald's because she just got her new job. And she said that, like, she just got a new job. And this is her first time taking us all to McDonald's and that we can, like, get more McDonald's in the future and stuff like that. But, and, like, going to the buffet we do not come from a family that goes to the buffet every month, okay? We don't go anywhere, to be honest, and yeah. I still don't go anywhere, <sighs> so, like, yeah. I don't know a lot of, like, restaurants or places in Minnesota or St. Paul because of that. Also, because, like, I don't have a car, and, like, I just recently started to learn how to drive. She just got her license. We'll talk about that in a minute. Too. Yeah. But, so, anyways, where was I? Oh, I already forgot. Fun. You were at the McDonald's. Mom oh, was, yeah. like... Yeah, so my mom just got a new job, got McDonald's, and then, like, I just remember, like, that, mcdonald's was just such a luxury to us and Period. for my mom because i understand like we grew up in public housing mm-hmm. um if you live in the twin cities area and you've heard of like mount airy or the mcdonald homes like public housing like we lived in the mount airy area did we yeah we live in Mount airy. oh um i remember is that like, we used to like live by a hill and like we were always like going outside running up the hill and going down yeah that's mount airy oh um and then we have families and cousins who lived in, like, the McDonald areas, too. But we lived in Mount Airy. And then we moved to a single-family public housing house. And then uh, from there, we moved over to our, cur- like, my parents' current house right now in Maplewood. But, yeah, as I was saying, we grew up really, really poor and we were on public housing we were on food stamps which honestly now that i think about it is such a luxury because when we have food stamps we would get get to eat really well because you know we have that assistance from the government and my parents were able to like buy better quality food and buy more things for us but once we got out of the assistance then my parents had to start paying things like way out of pocket it was like really hard for them but anyways different story for a different day but yeah so uh, like i said we just grew up really poor and uh Going to the buffet and going to McDonald's and stuff like that was always such a luxury for us. So whenever we would get to eat McDonald's, it would always be like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we eat McDonald's like- Every day. Not every day, <laughs> but like our younger brother coming, makes junk food or just like unhealthy food he like every day. gas station fucking gas station sandwiches. Yeah. Like the breakfast sandwiches. He likes American food. He loves American food. He doesn't food. like- Monk or yeah. Asian food, and if he does, he the only thing eat veggies, yeah, or the only thing like our younger brother eats that's considered a monk is rice and sausages, and
1: or like
0: pork, like fried pork, Stirred yeah, fried pork mm-hmm. with or stir fried meat with anything. Yeah, he's basic mm-hmm. and eggs and noodles, but like only a specific type of noodles that our family eats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like. We're the only ones that eat that. Yeah, but they're the best. Yeah. Dude, you know that but small pack of salty. noodles is 350 calories. Really? Yeah. Damn. If I can find a picture of the photos, I'll, like, put it here or something. But it's, like, the why YY? Weewe? No. It's the Mama noodles. Oh, is it Mama? It's Mama, but not the Thum Yum and not the silver gold packages you guys are thinking about. It's a different type. Mm-hmm. It's shrimp flavor, but it's not the... Not the ones you guys are thinking about. So, if I can find a photo, I'll link here. Dude, they're the best noodles. Like, the best. Out of all of them. It's, like, spicy. Yeah. It's not really... It's, like, more mild. But, like, for, for people... For mild. For Gustavo, is spicy as heck. Yeah, for people that don't eat, like, spicy food... It might be expensive. Um, yeah, it might be expensive. Uh, not expensive. <laughs> spicy for no, you. it's not expensive. It's pretty cheap. No, I, I meant <clears throat> to say spicy. Yeah. But, um, anyways, going back to our story. Oh, my gosh. Remember? Remember what? When my hand, when my chain burned my hand. Oh, yeah, with the water? Yeah. It was wild. And, yeah, I still wonder how coming through up in your mouth, too. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting, y'all. Yeah, I swear. I had the most crap growing up, okay? I mean, we all have our own stories, but. Period. <clears throat> this one time, my chain was making noodles, and this is when we were in our single family. Um, Old house. Public housing home. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. my chain was making noodles and I was like cleaning something in the kitchen or something like that. And in that house, the kitchen is really narrow. So it's like sink mm-hmm. here, microwave here. Right. And I was like in the sink and my chain was making noodles for my dad, I think, or for somebody. But The noodles got, like, the noodles ding, right? And then my chain came, and then I was, like, right here doing dishes or something like that in the kitchen. And then she grabs the noodles, and we both turn around at the same time. So we're, like, ding, and then we bump into each other, and she pours a freaking noodle, like, all over my wrist, like, all over my left hand. And, I mean, you can't see, obviously. You can't see it right now, but if you look really closely, you can still see the scars here, but it's because they're both stupid. But, this is how scared we were with our parents. Okay. <laughs> we Yeah, we like, were very scared of them as yeah, Like I'm pretty sure I had like third degree burns or something. But she poured the water over me and like that like I spread my whole freaking wrist and arm. It just like scalded if that's the right term or whatever. Like but it's just like got so red and everything and then um my parents were at home at this time. They went to go do something but Right away, my chain. I just pour, like, put, like, put it under, like, cold running water to, like, hopefully, like, subside the um, pain and stuff. But that happened, and then um, we like wrapped it up in like cloth because <laughs> this is how scared we were of our parents' gay. We wrapped it up in cloth, and um, at that time, my dad was gonna go squirrel hunting, and then my chain. I went with my dad. So, oh, did you? Yeah, I went too. So we went um, hunting uh, with my dad and just me and my chain. So we went hunting and then like my arm was hurting so much. I was like carrying it like this the whole time. And, but like trying to make sure that my dad doesn't notice, you know? So I was wearing, it was like freaking summer too, okay? But I was wearing long sleeves as heck so I could hide it and my parents wouldn't see it. So like by the time, and then like, so that happened and this happened when we were like elementary students, okay? So... My chain and I had lunch together one day And then I was like telling her that it hurts a lot And by this time it was like super pussy There was like um, Y'all know when like those pus bubbles yes, and shit yes. Like that was happening uh, All around my arm right here And I was just like crying to my chain At school I was like oh my god like I don't know But we're gonna do it like da da, da. And then she was like it's okay okay just like let it air out Like we'll just do this and pop the bubbles And then like so we popped it wrapped it back up And then like just Dealt with it you know and then one day we went to um, one of our relative grandma's house and because my mom, you know, like back then, she had like a lot of more time so she could like do and go to talk and see relatives. So, so we went to go see a relative and they had a baby there. I forgot who the baby was, but uh, we went there and then I was like trying to hold the baby, but then uh, my right arm, I was holding the baby on my right arm, which is the arm that was not burnt And then my arm was getting really, really tired. So I was, like, trying to hold it on my left arm, but I couldn't. And then that's when my mom noticed. She's like, what's wrong with your arm? And I was like, nothing. And then she's like, what's wrong with your arm? And then I was like, nothing. And then she, like, grabbed my hand, and she, like, pulled up my shirt. And then that's when she saw that it was, like, wrapped and everything. And then that's when I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die, y'all. <laughs> this is my last day of living. So so then my mom was like, what the happened and then that's when we just like told everything to my parents right and this happened like oh four and that's when like the last no yeah it did. It, no, did it didn't yeah it did you know why i know why because that because after i mom found out right and then um she told dad and then i we were what? i was sleeping on the edge so that i could put so by that time my mom like took off the band like the cloth and she just like let it air out so that it could like air out and do its thing and then my dad came home and then he saw it and then uh, he was all like oh my god and then uh it was like 0405 because by that time he, my dad and my mom they took me to one of our relatives from my last side that they had just come over from Thailand and Laos like cause it was like the 0405 with the last wave of like Hmong refugees from the war um. and stuff so the last wave like our cousins and our uncles they had just come over from Laos or Thailand or wherever and they were they were living in Wisconsin. They were moving to Wisconsin and then um, that night I my parents took me over to our relatives' house and they did some moan like um we call it Kukong. but like I don't know how to like really Acupuncture? explain it. No, he just you know like you know it's kind of like a blessing or something. Oh, well, i know what you mean I, yeah. yeah it's not like a blessing but essentially he was trying to take away the fire like the fire the bad energy on yeah you. the bad fire energy out of my wrist and my area that it happened on kind of like prayers yeah kind of like that so um that happened and then one of my cousins was like oh my god what happened to your arm and i was like oh a dog bit me <laughs> And then he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "Oh." And it has to do that for you. And I was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "Oh, that's weird." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> but that happened. So now I can still see it, but I mean, it's like better now. can You see it? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, because of my eczema, it's like all blended in now. But yeah, can you see it? it's like right here? And then my mom used to say that, oh, my God, nobody's going to want to marry you. Ain't nobody want to talk to you because your hand is going to have all these freaking, like, scars and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm here now. Got a man on my side. (laughs) But, yeah, so we had some crazy, crazy, like. Yeah, crazy stories as kids Mm -hmm. because we were wild and we were crazy but also because like we were also scared of our parents Mm because i mean like you know our parents you know we grew up you know low income so like they were always working so i feel like as kids like we didn't want to trouble them Mm -hmm. um so we like never told them stuff but also because we were scared of them yeah because i think like um i listened to david so and he's like a podcaster do you know david so no oh. anyways so he has a podcasting genius brain and he i think he explains it so well because he says that with like immigrants and like like uh, kids of immigrants like they immigrants are so busy just like working right mm-hmm. that like they expect their kids to just like not get in trouble yeah not cause so trouble just like, less like stress for them because yeah. they're so busy working and trying to provide a roof over our head and stuff like that so when they get in trouble and things happen like it's like more things that they have to worry and take care of so i think mm-hmm. that's why we always try to like not cause trouble not cause trouble but like we did mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah those are some freaking wild crazy childhood memories of ours Do you have any more you want to share excuse me you no I mean, there's one of our cousins with a knife, but, you know, that's their story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're not going to say it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, I still remember when my chain was doing a cartwheel in the freaking living room, and she broke the freaking mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. She broke the mirror, and I was like, yo, what and the heck? was, like, our only kind of, like, mirror. long mirror yeah. so we could see, like, a full body image. But, yeah, she did break it she broke it she was trying to like show off and i was like yeah this is what happened when you showed off you broke stuff yeah but I don't think my parents care that much because they didn't pay for it because we got oh, it for they? free no yeah. they didn't pay for it if we got it for free but it was pretty still, shocking though yeah i was like dude now we're all gonna get our asses whipped because of you if you know you know <laughs> y'all know anybody one any, kid gets in trouble everybody gets in trouble we all get a lecture. All the time. Whenever someone did good, I'll get a lecture, too. Yeah. At the end of each, like, trimester for, like, school, we got us a, a sitting down and talk to, two. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time. Remember when dad tried to teach us Mong the right way? Yeah. One day. Yeah. <laughs> one day. He had us so all sit down. Literally like, Sunday school for us, but to learn Mong. He made us all sit down. We had, a, we used to have, like, a whiteboard on yeah. the wall. He had, like, a little wooden stick, he like, yeah so what does this say we would all like try repeat it and then he like gave up pretty soon though yeah because it was just hard for us and hard for him too because my dad's patience is like like this he has no patience literally but that happened we tried to learn mong for like two hours but yeah, he gave up he was like just just (gasps) go yeah it was really hard anybody who learns along the right way with like all the vowels and consonants and like alphabets i applaud you because i could never you know and my school they i have to pay money to learn by my own language don't you have to take a language test no i don't oh to like that's not one of your school's requirements to have like a separate language test no, it depends on what um Your bachelor you're going for. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but, like, yeah. <clears throat> At in Kate's, like, you can, like... There's, like, a monk class where, you know, you can learn yeah, how to A lot speak of for students <clears throat> take it. Yeah, I'm just like, I, why would I pay that stuff? And I have my own parents, and, like, people would teach me. You really think? She really thought? I mean, like, I was never going to ask them for help either way uh, because it's just too much work for me to, like, learn a language. And I have other stuff going on, so... We'll see if that ever happens. I always say to myself, if I want to brush up with my Hmong, one, listen to my Hmong songs. Two, read a Hmong. That's it. I feel like if you can read Hmong... Dude, I can't read a Hmong. <laughs> Y'all bad. <laughs> yeah. I can read a little bit of Hmong. I mean, it takes me a while, but... I mean, like, I can, like, read the stuff, like, in songs, you know, that are said over. Yeah. Or just, like, basic ones. You know, like, goku, lu, um and, like, other kind of stuff, too, that I don't remember at the moment. But, yeah. Yeah, baku <clears throat> and kaming's Hmong is, like, trash, trash. Yeah, well, that's because, like, I don't speak a lot of Hmong now. Because, like, I'm not at home. You yeah. know, I'm not around people that speak Hmong. Or even It'd if I be like that. Yeah. That's how I felt too. When I went to college, like when I came back home, and Grandma talked to me, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I forgot all these words. I don't know what the heck to say." Yeah, and my pronunciation, And enunciation, and my tone, because y'all know Mong is like tonal. Oh my god, so bad. But I'm still there. I'm still good at it. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of these days I'll have mom and dad on because, and then we can have like a whole Mong episode. Yeah, like you know, like sometimes like you you want to like. When I want to custom mong, I can only say basic basic words because like, like what, I can't what speak. What can you say? I'll try. I won't it. say it. Say it. Why? Are Do you, you gonna tell us Your is. no. I want to see how good your mong is. Oh, sure, sure. But to uh, um, be stupid girl. Really? Um, that's so basic. Like <laughs> <laughs> like stupid idiot. <laughs> You're so annoying. Um. Um, I just right. move along, like, run away. And, like, I feel other stuff, but, like, yeah. it's only at the moment. But, like, I only know like, basic cuss words. And, like, I want to, like, when I want to talk in Mong, And, like, I when I want to talk in Mong and, like, cuss in Hmong, like, I can't, like, say it the way I want to say it because, like, I don't know the exact Come words on. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you're so dumb. You can't speak in Hmong. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Something like that. But, yeah. Well, that's because you didn't speak a lot of Hmong. Yeah. But I was able to speak a lot of Hmong when I was growing up. But now not so much because, you know, we don't really speak a lot of Hmong. Yeah. But you should learn your language. If you come from a background that... <clears throat> this is just my personal view, okay? Like, if you come from a background where you're able to learn a second language, like if you're asian not asian and you can and your family is like diverse and stuff i don't know how to explain it but yeah if you get the opportunity to I mean learn, like your home language you know your native tongue yeah you should learn it if you're able to i feel like a lot of adults like they regret that as they grow older <clears throat> Like, I know when we're kids, we're kind of like, oh, my God. I feel like for me and for Asians especially, I'm not trying to speak on behalf of all Asians, but, you know, like just listening to other Asian podcasts, like I kind of get the sense that we all feel this way. That when we're younger, you know, we're like, oh, my God, like why do we always have to speak our native tongue at home? Like I always speak English outside of this house, da-da-da-da-da. But as we grow older, like it's like, wow, I should have, like, paid more attention and learn and really take the time to appreciate more because now I can't communicate with, like, an elder or something. So, yeah, that's just my two cents. You got anything to say on that or no? mm well, like, for me, like, I think it's, like, important to learn your native tongue, too. I mean, to be honest, I don't feel very proud of the monk community because, you know, it's very sexist. And, like, there's not a lot of like, good things about it. Um, there's some things that I like about it, you know. Some things, you know. Most things aren't good, though. But, like, I think it's very important to learn about your native tongue and to, like, keep speaking in it. Because, you know, that's that defines you and that makes you who you are. 100% if i should comment on that (laughs) okay speaking of that then what makes you not proud of being mong well it's just like in general like you see like in a lot of mong videos or movies like on youtube or just like movies you watch growing up um Uh, with your parents you know it's always like the woman who's cooking cleaning caring to the husband while the husband is like um you know the breadwinner of the family sometimes the husband is like beating up the wife or like just like looking down on her and just like frustrating because it's just like it's society and the way you make it you know like women don't have to be like that but they're like that because that's the only way they know how to be like that because they watch their mom or like their aunts be like that um which makes it frustrating because like you know like you don't have to like suffer or like you don't have to like um go through that you know it's like i find it frustrating because like i see like my own like a few like mom friends from like um High school, you know, they get married so young. And I'm like, yeah, get married, you're happy, you know. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, you're only, like, 18 or 19. You got a kid already. You know, I'm, like, happy for you. But at the same time, like, damn. Um, I mean, not, it's not, like, not saying, like, their partners are abusive or whatnot. You know, it's just kind of like, wow, you know, kind of like, it's kind of like, the tradition or the cycle keeps happening because like even in like in Laos or Thailand or you know wherever Hmong people are, they usually like commit very young and get married very young and they stick with that partner for the rest of their life. You know, and I'm just like, damn, like y'all don't wanna explore or like y'all don't want to like um, have a career or not just like, you know, cater to your in-laws Um, Oh, yeah, especially, like, in Hmong or just Asian, you... It's not you marrying just the other person. It's, like, families coming together. Um, So I wish I had friends kind of scary because, like, Hmong people... I don't know. Like, it's just, like... There's like so much like etiquette and so much things that happen to it. Cause like, you know, when you, um, get married in the monk community, you, it, they're, you're given a price, you know, you know what I mean? The bride price. Yeah. The bride price, you know, they, they price you and like, oh, is she still a virgin? Um, or, you know, did she go to college? Um, how young is she? all um, the kind of stuff, you know, so like, it's kind of still, like, messed up, and I think that's, like, what I don't like the most of, like, the monk community, but, like, what I like about the monk community is that, like, you know, we're very close together, um, I like, I really like the the history behind it, and, like, how we've, how we are here today, you know, what steps we've taken, um, how strong our ancestors are, and, um, what else? There's something else. Oh, yeah. I really also like like the stories behind the designs on our monk clothes and like what tribe we, um, each of us are. Um, those are things that I'm proud of, you know. The hard work that we put into um, making it who we are today. And so our descendants can be like, you know, okay or happy. Mm-hmm. Don't hate me. it's my opinion you know it's okay you don't disagree but don't hate me yeah (laughs) and I'm still learning too you know I think this is a great time to have a conversation you know and please like feel free to comment down below in the comment section or if you want to remain anonymous you can always like send an email or shoot a personal direct message to us via Facebook or Instagram but I think you bring up some really great points first off because you know it's I think we've heard this all like many, many times that our culture is very patriarchal, right? It's very like men led. And um, it's always been like that. Women have always been in the back and supporting from the shadows, really. And um, yeah, so I won't deny that it's a very patriarchal society. And I feel like we have made some steps, but it's very, very small. Mm -hmm. um, And... Uh, like Boko said I'm learning as well she's learning as well and we're always open up for conversations regarding this but this like I feel like it's always such a sensitive topic especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like the bride price right or the dowry as people see and like how you said like it's put put on value use if you go on education stuff like that and that is really a one way to see it as well I think another way that many brides see it and me as well but um is that you know bride price is not about like your husband and it should not be like your husband coming to be like I got you for 10k okay Mm -hmm. like I paid 10k for you like no you did not pay 10k for me okay like the bride price is really like um something that his family gives to your parents to say thank you so much for raising raising such a wonderful daughter and like someone that I can see the rest of my life with you know mm-hmm. this is like a small amount to like the amount of hard work and uh, um for you point to raising for you point to raising this daughter of yours and the like values and characteristics and stuff such and such that you've instilled in her like this. this 10k is like nothing compared to what you've um raised her you know with and gone through with her through her life and will continue to be there for her so yeah as I said like our culture is very like patriarchal like there's so much growing to do and I feel like this is such a great conversation to have I would love to like talk about this In, like, a whole separate episode as well. Like, with more people. Because there's just so many, like, sides and um, not opinions, but, like, perspectives Mm -hmm. that... I think we should all hear, you know, because nowadays, like, let's be real serious here. We see so many more Hmong sisters in higher education than we do with our Hmong brothers. And, but yet, here at the know. end of the day, when we go home, we're still a daughter, right? Still a daughter. Like, our brothers are still first. They, they're our, more special. They're Just more important. Better in our parents' eyes. So, yeah. I mean, that's if you do have brothers, like, if you come from an all-girls family, like, power to you Well empowerment um yeah and i'm not saying that like um boys are all to blame here but mm-hmm. i do say that like with this like it's like a generation generational thing you know like mm-hmm. we only cycle we only do what we see and know and that's mm-hmm. what our families know you know and i feel like from the past we used to get married young and have a lot of family, like have a lot of kids because in the old days, like they mm-hmm. would have to go to the farm, right? Yep. Go to the farm. And like, you need people, you need any hands for that. Yeah, exactly. So you have to get married young so you can start that early and like have your own life and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, I can't speak on behalf of other people who may still live that life, but from mm-hmm. me personally, like from what I see in people in like the States And just, like I said, just from my perspective, okay, I cannot speak on behalf of you and Paku or anybody else, but I can see that, like, that's changing and that, like, we are not having kids younger and, like, this isn't, like, the early 2000s where people are getting married at a young age, you know, where, and, like, sex education is becoming more and more, like, open in our community because i think that's what it's really about having Mm -hmm. sex like having good sex education Mm -hmm. because and knowing that you need to use condoms be on birth controls you know it's okay to have sex at a young age oh yeah yeah go wild you know be safe though yeah exactly just be safe and yeah i don't know y'all this is my mind is going like all over the place right here right now with this conversation but that's just my two cents for right now yeah i mean like add. the monk community is good just like everything else there's uh, pros and cons for everything of course and it's the same for the monk community um something else i would like just just like mention mention it's like not like not a lot of people not a lot of monk um not in the monk community mental health isn't really a thing i think nowadays it's becoming more um transparent people are noticing more but like, like more conversations on it yeah, there's more conversations on it. But, like, even for now, it's, it's still very little. And, you know, for people that are starting those conversations, I'm very, you know, thankful and I appreciate it very much because it is a conversation that is very needed in our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mental health, mental health, mental health is very serious, as I said, self care yeah Mm -hmm. self-care is really important and you should always love yourself first period bts love yourself but (laughs) yeah j-hope you're my hope just kidding (laughs) i purple you (laughs) but uh yeah so please take care of yourself first before you take care of others um yeah anything else (laughs) no you know self-care some people think self care is being selfish, you know. I don't think yeah. self care is being selfish. It's you putting your needs, you know, above everyone else. And if you can't take care of yourself, how are you? How will you be able to continue taking care of other people? Because if you're only taking care of other people, you're gonna burn yourself down, you know. You're gonna, you know, become burnt. You're gonna become so exhausted that like you may develop like high blood pressure early in life, or high like cholesterol. all the, oh yeah, all the kind of like health problems, you know. Um, so take care of yourself because it's very important you know you are very important yeah so um i think we're gonna have to wrap it up here okay. yeah but that's all we have for today guys uh we had like some other things in store for maybe i'll bring her on back next time for part two we'll see him come back yeah we were gonna talk about her education and like all that extra stuff but maybe we'll save that for like back to school season or something um anyways Did you have anything else you want to say for the last minute? Like. Thank you for having me here. Um, It's very interesting to have a talk with Nancy because we don't usually have these kind of talks. And usually when I'm home with family, I don't usually talk like this. She's Um, on her phone or sleeping. No, it's just like I talk more kiddish or I'm more like kind of like. I turned back into like who I was before like going into college people and like still becoming still better she's like 12 years old <laughs> or some people or like some some of my cousins don't even know that exists like we're well, just totally fine I don't care because um, they're like oh you had a younger sister or like what you're 21 now I'm like yeah, yeah. it's because like, like I don't usually post on social media I don't usually talk about myself I don't go anywhere either I'm very like a seclusive person I have like a small circle um you know, but I think it was nice. Uh, she said nice. quarters over pennies. I don't understand that phrase, but like, you know. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? We was going to end it, but let me explain this first. Quarters mean you would rather have four shiny quarters than a hundred like rusty brown looking qu- pennies. That means you would rather have four really great friends than like a hundred like friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <sighs> she only books mine yeah i am <sighs> anything else you want to say yeah i'm still trying to learn how to be street smart but i think that's gonna take me you know my whole life um, <laughs> um but i think it was uh, very nice having these conversations thank with my fun. older sister um thank you for listening and you know i would love to also hear your you know viewpoints and perspectives and like anything that i said or anything that we shared about you know i'd like to know your story too did you want to share your handle like your insta or facebook or anything you don't have to be do no thank to. you <laughs> yeah she's a pretty private person so anyways that's all we have for this week everyone thank you so much you know my podcast is about just being ridiculous but it's also great to have these wonderful and uh, serious conversations too um but yeah i hope you all enjoyed today's conversation and you all know what to do please like us comment and hit the notification bell on YouTube and also like us on Facebook, Instagram, and you can listen to the podcast on any platform, audio platform, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor and wherever you get it. Honestly, I'll see y'all next week. Bye.